All right, here we go. So welcome to uh, Lemon on the Edge, brought to you by Hyphen Podcast Group. And um, I am Kellen Conley, the co-host of this show. It's been a long time since we got together. I tried to make Lane do this on his own, and he said, I need you to be by my side. I obliged. You're the co-host. I gotta be the co-host as Harvey the Cat destroys your show notes. Lane Lemon, what is up? How are you? Doing pretty good. It's been way too long. Yeah, it has been way too long. A lot of sports things that's happened since we last. A lot, a lot of championships. A lot, yeah. Like, I was wrong about who, the Nationals beating the Cubs. <laughs> yeah, I believe that's exactly the, the beginning of the last show. Yeah, and I was wrong. Both of us were wrong about our Super Bowl picks. Obviously, nobody picked Philly right. or Nick Foles. <laughs> I picked the Giants. You did? <laughs> I picked the Steelers. And we all know that Blake Bortles is stronger than both of us when it comes to the Steelers now. So that's what happened there. But Lemon on the Edge, we're no longer Lemon in the Fro because I tried to grow a Fro and it was really embarrassing for me. <laughs> Very patchy. Very patchy. Lemon in the Patch. <laughs> so Lemon on the Edge is the retitled show. Lane is going to say a bunch of cool sports stuff, and I'm going to nod in agreement. Except I should probably say yes, since it is a podcast. <laughs> so, what do you want to get into first there, Captain? Well, I think uh, we'll start off with NBA. The uh, The playoffs are coming up here starting Saturday. All right. Finally, after that long-ass regular season, we get to the meat of the conversation. Where the people start trying the entire game. <laughs> That's true. So, uh, so we got... Golden State with an interesting matchup against San Antonio. The Kawhi-less San Antonio. Yeah, maybe he'll come back when Steph comes back after this series. Uh, so no, no Steph for or no Steph for Golden State against San Antonio without Kawhi Leonard. You see Golden State having any trouble? <laughs> Do the Warriors have Clay Thompson? Yeah. Do the Warriors have Kevin Durant? I believe so. Do the Warriors have uh, Draymond Green? Unfortunately. Do they still have Steve Kerr on the bench? Yeah. Well, I'm going to say no. <laughs> no, no trouble. I got the Warriors coming out of this series. Yeah, I was really kind of hoping that uh, we would see uh, Russell Westbrook get Kevin Durant showdown in the first round without Steph Curry there. Didn't quite work out for you there. Um, but So we, we both got Golden State going ahead in that matchup. Absolutely. Uh, move on next. There's uh, the Wizards. They play Toronto. It's the Wizards being the eight seed. I don't see the Wizards doing much. I mean, always Bradley Beal can go off. They, they won a few games. I, I see Toronto winning that in about six. This feels like a classic series for the Raptors to lose a couple of early games. So everybody right. be like, what's wrong with the Raptors? Yeah. Um, I could see the Wizards pushing them to seven, but I got the Raptors. Yeah, I think too much DeRozan. I think he's matured a lot. He really has. He's become so, he's earned that All Star nod this absolutely. past season. So, um, the next Miami goes up against the Seventy Sixers. Seventy uh, Sixers coming off what sixteen games to end the regular season? Yeah, fifteen or sixteen. It was one. ridiculous. Um, so. No Joel Embiid for them. He's still got the facial fracture against the Miami team. It's I mean, dangerous. A uh, facial fracture given by to him by who? The number one pick. Oh, yeah? Markel Fultz. Really? <laughs> he ran into Fultz's Is that shoulder. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Markel Fultz was the youngest player ever to record a triple-double in the very last game. I, last I hope he's 
He's ready to play some basketball next season. This season might be a wash, but not far to go in the playoffs. But Hassan Whiteside is going to eat. No, Hassan Whiteside is going to eat, absolutely. We have a studio audience tonight, <laughs> just like last time, actually, except That's they're right. not our guests like they were last time. I actually, I really am excited for the series because three versus six, 76ers are one of the most surprising teams in the East. And then the Heat um, pretty much stayed healthier than they did last year and then added – Back, uh, some guy named Dwayne, Dwayne Wade or yeah. something, and he's really helped out in spots. So, well, this is really trusting the process. Everybody thought they keep they keep drafting these guys and getting hurt. Um, thought it was kind of a a bad job by the front office in Philly, but uh-huh. it's all kind of developed. And although they're still fighting a lot of injuries throughout the season, I mean, obviously they're, they're playing some good basketball. While we're at Philly, do you believe Ben Simmons should be uh, a Rookie of the Year candidate? You think she'd be eligible? Yeah, absolutely. Because I was watching a video about this uh, just the other night. Uh, they're, they're saying it's an interesting uh, debate about whether Ben Simmons deserves to be rookie of the year, but then he turned around in the same breath and he's like, uh, there's been other years that rookies have had to sit out their first year and then they come back and win rookie of the year. But the rest of the rookies aren't that good. Like Blake Griffin comes to mind. Right. So it just so happens that there's a, another dominant rookie in the league, uh, and that's the only reason that we're even having this debate. Ben Simmons was clearly the front runner for month, like at least the first two months of the season. Then Mitchell came on as he did, and the Jazz got into the playoffs. Did they not? I thought they, they did. Oh, easily, yeah. They're, yeah, they're the five. Seed Everybody expected them to fall off with Hayward four going five seed. So I, I say he's definitely eligible. If he wins it, that's fine. I can see the outcry on the other side, but they just need to do what they did with Jason Kidd and Grant Hill, and that was make them co rookie of the years. Yeah, I don't like ties. I don't like ties either, but that's the only way to do it. You think Grant Hill and Jason Kidd liked the tie in 1995? No, probably not. No. But, yeah, I think uh, I, I like Philly in this series. Uh, Miami, I think they just they don't have enough offensive firepower to keep up with Philly, especially with Fultz coming on, playing well. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they're just rolling lately. Uh, so next you got Anthony Davis and the Falcons. They play the Trailblazers. The Damian Lillard um, having a great season. Amazing. I think that's going to be one of the more uh, close series in the first round. I think it'll go seven. I don't know, really know who I have. When I, I'm going to go Portland just off the gut feeling. Um, but I think it does go seven seven games, and hopefully Anthony Davis can get a playoff series win. I would never have expected for the West the seeding to shake out the way it did. Uh, especially when we first did the first show and talking about who we thought would come out and stuff. Absolutely. Um, I thought the Blazers would be a lower seed, so the fact that they're so good is incredible. But also, on the other hand, you got the Pelicans, who should have been trash once Boogie was gone. And the Brow just kind of held it, held it down, and Jeru Holiday and Rondo having resurgence and everything. Absolutely. <sighs> this feels like a series the Brow can win by himself, though, even with Lillard in the column. Yeah. I'm, I'm taking Pelicans in six. Mecca Okafor, do you think he has a big, uh, big presence for the Pelicans? Oh yeah, I think he has a. He's going. He's going to average seventeen points and about twelve boards, and he's not going to do it after one game. <laughs> have one good game. And he's going to turn off the Xbox. Yeah, exactly. Put a two K eleven back in the, its case. <laughs> I don't even know if he was in two K eleven. It's been a long ass time. Yeah. Well, uh, next we got. Uh, It'll be very interesting to see if Boston even gets out of the first round without Kyrie Irving. 
Uh, going up against Giannis, I believe Giannis averaged like... Kyrie got what he deserved. <laughs> Karma. I'd say uh, the Greek Freak averaged, I believe, 32 points a game against the Celtics this season. So Good that's going to be interesting to see uh, if, if after such a uh, hyped-up season, they had so much... Such big goals with Hayward and Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Both of them not even there for the playoffs. So it's going to be a disappointing season. I don't think they're going to. I'm, I think I'm actually going to take Milwaukee in this series. I think the Greek I'm definitely Freak, taking Milwaukee. I think the Greek Freaks on a mission. What do you uh, think about the chances that the Bucks could be a, a spoiler and potentially end up in the conference finals? I think it could happen because they're on. They're not in the same side as Cleveland. Yeah. So you've got. Who do they play the winner of? I don't have the bracket. They would get 76ers Heat, I believe. No. They would get Cavaliers. No. Yeah, I need a bracket. 76ers Heat, I believe. I had a bracket. Yeah, I think think they would get 76ers Heat, which either way, if you're just not playing LeBron James until the conference finals and you have a chance to make it there, um, I mean... Having a guy as, as dominant as Giannis is, Chris Middleton's very good. Eric Bledsoe's a, a decent player. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they just have enough pieces to you know string a few games along. And if they can play defense, uh, I think that, that they could definitely be a spoiler in the East. Well, the Cavs don't play defense. <laughs> well, oh, did I say that out loud? My bad. <laughs> that is not a secret. Yeah, Boston, Milwaukee would get out uh, the winner of Philly, Miami. Yeah. Okay. You're so. welcome. That's why I'm the co-host. <laughs> Keep going. Okay, so then you got we're talking about LeBron and Cleveland. They play uh, the, the Pacers, which I don't see them having too much trouble with. I mean, the Pacers may take a game or two out of that just because Cleveland doesn't play defense. <laughs> but I think uh, overall, if they can just shut down Oladipo, that's all you really have to do. Kevin Love can mm-hmm. shut down Miles Turner uh, down low and. I think Cleveland wins that in five or, or six. I don't think it goes anywhere near, near seven. Um, but what do you think about that? I got Cleveland in four. In four? Yeah. Like, I feel like there will be some close games, but I think it will be real similar to their series last year mm-hmm. where the Pacers just could not get it done. Cleveland in four. Yeah. <clears throat> last year they had Paul George. They did, so. but they also had a Paul George who was, had speculation swirling around them and it seemed like he didn't really care about being here anyway. And then, lo and behold, he did not care about being in Indiana. So, yeah. Well, next up is, I think, probably one of the most interesting matchups of the first, uh, in the first round is Utah and Oklahoma City. Utah really came on late in the season. Yeah, they did. Obviously, Do- Donovan Mitchell. Uh, the co-rookie of the year. <laughs> the co-rookie of the year. Yeah, he's <laughs> really been playing well. Um that's going to be an interesting match. I think Oklahoma City is definitely the more talented team. I think Oklahoma City is the second most talented team in the NBA, in my opinion. Um, over Houston or behind Houston? Over Houston, behind okay. Golden State. Okay. Uh, I think that, that they're if they can put it together and play together as a team and Russell Westbrook can play with his head, then – I mean, they can beat any team any night. Oh, and yeah. They've proven that. But then again, Utah plays very good fundamental basketball. They've got a very well-rounded team. Um, and they've proven that by beating Golden State by 40 once and by 30 another time. Yeah. I mean, to, to do that, I don't care if, if they're missing Steph. They still have, as you said, all these other players. Right. Like, that was just the other night when they got washed at home. 
they, they just got a good system and a good offense in Utah. Mm-hmm. So. But then again, people were like, oh, the Warriors are just laying back. They're, they don't have to play hard. And why you got your starters out there? Your starters still blow out a knee. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I mean, I agree with them. I think that you know, Golden State's clearly the best team in the NBA mm-hmm. if they're <clears throat> operating at their full potential. I think Utah comes out. You think so? Seven games. I, I think it'll come down to something stupid, some kind of mental mistake in game seven that costs OKC. And I got, I got Utah moving on. That's, I mean, that's bold. I like Oklahoma City in, in six, um, I believe. But, I mean, I can see, like I said, either way, because I've, I've seen Russell Westbrook play late in games, and he tends to want the ball too much whenever and rely on his jump shot too much whenever that's not a reliable uh, Source option. of income, yeah. yeah. So whenever <laughs> you, can't, you can't rely on something – um, late in the game, whenever you you can't recognize that you have Mello open on the wing, or you have Paul George who can drive the ball and get contact and still make the basket, uh, he has to recognize that he has to mature. And if he does that, I think Oklahoma City makes a run deep into the playoffs. I don't know how mature he's become though. Not when you're 16 rebounds from a triple double for a second never, straight year. You don't know how mature you are until there's two minutes left in the fourth quarter. That's true. And then that's the only time you can really figure out whether you're, you've grown up. So we'll we'll see up. how that goes because I, I do believe he's he's the most dominant player whenever he's on in the NBA. Absolutely. Uh, aside from LeBron, I think LeBron's probably more dominant just because he's a better shooter and you know bigger. But... He is John Norman. Yeah, that helps. So that's gonna be that's gonna be an awesome series. I'm excited for that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then last but definitely not least, Minnesota and Houston. Minnesota with a great game last night, uh, going into overtime oh, yeah. against the Nuggets to so secure that um, final spot. I thought they got a little bit of a home whistle there because Taj Gibson was roughing up Jokic. <laughs> we know it. Like half of the Timberwolves are former Bulls players, so I'm like, this is kind of like. So Almost my team, and their coach used to be the Bulls coach. So there you go. Don't it's kind of like my team if they weren't tanking and signing people who had AL, ACL tears, and then they tank. Oh, I don't talk about the Bulls. Ah, <laughs> uh, hey, the draft's coming up, right? Let's talk about the Bulls then. Ooh, yeah. So, so yeah, but Minnesota sneaks in there, but they have some star power. You know, Carl Anthony Towns and uh, Jimmy Butler's. Seems to be healthy. Played forty some minutes last night. Of course he did, because it's tips. That's right. Tips are grinding into the ground, baby. I think Houston has too much firepower offensively. Of course, um, yeah. Andrew Wiggins comes to play, which I don't think he will, because he just seems to not get better ever. <laughs> Is that a Kansas bias? That smell? No, <laughs> it's it's uh, watching him play. I played with with him on two K. He just they frustrate me. Okay. Okay, well, he just—he doesn't have a jump shot. I got—I got minute or not Minnesota. I got Houston in five. Yeah, I'm gonna say five, maybe six. It could be four. Derrick Rose will have a breakout game and score 35 points and drop 16 dimes, and they'll lose. (laughs) Probably, (laughs) I can see that. And no one else will do anything. Yeah. Well, so who do who do you have coming out of the East? Who you have coming out of the West? Oh man. Do conference finals. Conference finals. I got Milwaukee and I got Cleveland. Because I still don't think Toronto's got it in to beat Cleveland. 
in the East Falls. Then in the West, I got, there's no other way around it, I got Houston and, and Golden State in the West Finals. And then I'm going to go ahead and take, uh, that's where it gets tough. Can Houston beat Golden State in a seven-game series? The answer is yes, but is it yes? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's that's a good explanation. That question the answer. The king yes. stayed a king until the king and, until the king is king no more. I'm going Golden State coming out of the West. I think Cle- I really think Giannis could do the, something. You can't say the statement you just said and then pick the Bucks. I could so. It's your show. The you king know. is the king until the king is the king no more. Harvey. <laughs> Harvey is literally over your record chip. Silly cat. If the king is the king until the king is the king no more than LeBron James. I don't like your logic. Finals. No. It was your logic. I just copied what you said. Stop co- you're supposed to be the host and making up your own points and you're still in mine. No, um in some fantasy of mine, Giannis and the Bucks beat beat the Cavs, but I don't see anybody still beating LeBron in the East. It's it's an impossible dream for everybody. So once again, I got Golden State and I got Cleveland meeting in the NBA Finals. <sighs> what do you got, Captain? Do you have the uh, bracket? The bracket? Yeah. Let me see that bracket. Mm-hmm. Top is West, bottom is East. I'm going to take, I like the OKC to beat the Rockets. Do you? You're really riding this OKC train. Think, All right. And I think Golden State probably beats them in the in the Western Conference Finals, and I like 76ers to lose to the Cavs in the Eastern Conference Okay, Finals. so you pretty much said the same things I did. Basically the same thing, <laughs> except the Sixers, and I picked two different teams. You did. You did. I meant who you got in, in the, the finals. finals. Yeah, well, I mean... It could be the Rockets. It could be the, the Thunder. Obviously. It could be the Bucks. It could be the 76ers. <laughs> Everybody starts 0-0. Zero, zero. It could not be the Bulls, though. What other cliche can we say? You shut your mouth. <laughs> Definitely cannot be the Bulls. Shut your mouth, Lane Lemon. Damn. <laughs> um, so, who you got one in the finals? If we're both taking the, another rematch. Golden State, right? Probably Golden State. Golden State. If I had to put money on it, Golden State. How many games? Probably six. Golden State in six. Probably I'm taking Golden State in six. Yeah. I'm taking Golden State in four. <laughs> yeah. I would not watch any more basketball. And then the following season. <laughs> and then LeBron signs with who? Knicks. Knicks. Is is this what you really think or is this what you want? What I want. I think. I think he either resigns the Cavs, which I don't want that to happen. Oh. I feel like it. I feel like at this point he's done everything he can. He got him a championship, man. Let that man go play somewhere else, and again, and not burn his shit when he leaves. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not cry about it. Yeah, he gave them. Be happy that there. it happened. I just don't know where he goes that it benefits him. Um, I mean, the Lakers would be just crazy. SportsCenter would never put anything else on the screen no. except for him and Lonzo on the same poster. Oh, God. 
Leangelo, don't forget Leangelo entered the draft. No, stop that. Let's change. <laughs> he the scored seventy two points, Lane. Let's change the subject. Played scored seventy two points against little white boys. Lane, you're, you're also a white boy, <laughs> and I'm not bragging. The D squad, China. <laughs> oh, before we start talking too much more about the off season before the playoffs even start, we'll switch over to. Uh, just some NFL talk. NFL action. We got two weeks from tonight. The NFL draft starts. Um, we'll see who's young. Who's career, LeBron James son? Who's young career? Uh, the Browns will ruin. Oh yeah, they, I mean, have, they have two chances at it this year. <laughs> so. They have multiple draft picks. They just have two chances in the first round. Yeah, career. exactly. So, do you think who do you think they take first overall? So they got Tyrod Taylor. They're taking Donald. They're taking, they're taking Darnold. I think they're taking Saquon Barkley. They should take Saquon Barkley, but I feel like they're not going to take him, thinking he's going to be there at four, and someone will take him before he's there at four. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be like, well, darn, no, when we do their draft pick, and they'll pick an offensive line <coughs> at number four or something. they got to replace Joe Thomas. They do. But I didn't even know that there was any offensive linemen that are top four pick worthy. I probably aren't. See? I heard, I mean – to me, Darnold's okay. I mean, I like Darnold. I don't like Rosen at all. How do you feel about Rosen? Rosen's okay. <laughs> I don't. I, I mean, did you hear what he said about Tom Brady? No. What do you say about Tom Brady? This he might said, get they, me on his board. On board. They asked. They asked him. This won't get you on board. They asked him uh, what his goals are as an NFL quarterback, and he said to be the most winningest quarterback of all time. He said. To win the most playoff game or to win the most games and to win the most championships. He said, So my goal was six championships, but if Tom Brady gets a six, my goal is seven. Oh, God. So good luck. Yes. Came, I said, exactly most what I people don't even get the one Super Bowl. I turned to Ryan, I said, How many Pac 12 championships did he win? And, he said, and the answer was none. Exactly. So you can't win a Pac 12 championship and you want me to think you're going to win a Super Bowl. Hey, man, you got to sell it, man. That contract and then get, and then pray that you make it. <laughs> so then, what what is what did the Giants do it too? Giants are going to end up with Barkley. What's going to happen? Because the Browns aren't going to take him, and the Giants are going to take Barkley. They don't have a running game. They don't at all. And you know, I agree with you. They, I think they can wait a year. I think if they can get a decent running back, Odell Beckham. I mean. Odell Beckham's technically on the trade block, but I don't know that anybody's actually going to provide I mean, enough and want to pay that contract yeah. after they trade for him because it's not just <coughs> the fact that he is going to you know, get traded. He is a, a big value, but he also wants paid, and that's the whole reason for the disconnect in the first place with right. the Giants is the fact that they don't want to pay him big-time money. Just like the Steelers don't want to pay Le'Veon Bell. Exactly. Even though he's kind of an idiot at this point, because I think because I was mouth is pretty much stupid. This is my opinion. Yeah, especially when it's uh, the week of championship game. You're talking about your contract. They talk about the Jaguars. Whatever, <laughs> whatever. I don't talk about that. But <clears throat> I saw something today that the the Patriots are leaning towards picking Lamar Jackson. I'm very interested in him. I'm interested in Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I think he has a lot of potential. Um, those bombs he was throwing at the Combine were ridiculous. 
what makes them different than RG3? Hopefully, hopefully his ability to learn, I feel like. I think that was the thing with RG3 and even Kaepernick, um, was they didn't, like, when they were in their offenses that were designed for them, um, they did really well, but then once people started catching on, that's when they had trouble. And then when their coaches were like, hey, can you do this? They were too stuck in their ways or they just weren't playing able to do it to run the offense properly in a different way. So if it, I hope that his, his adaptability is higher than both of them. And I agree with that. And at the same time, I look at the guy, I look at guys that have been unsuccessful running in the league, Johnny Manziel, uh, RG3, you look at, I mean, Kaepernick was successful, and I agree with with you as far as not developing into strengthening up the rest of your game. It also hurts when you get benched for Blaine Gabbard. Well, you get, you've got guys in the, in, playing linebacker now that can outrun the running backs. Right. So eventually you can adjust on defense to the running quarterback. Additionally to that, I think the difference between a guy like Russell Wilson and RG3 is mentality of knowing when to stop, when to get down, and when to get that extra two yards That's and when exactly you don't what need it is. to. And you look at a guy like that, Russell Wilson's still in the league, is consistently healthy and consistently in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. A guy like Cam Newton doesn't have that smart, but he has the body type to be take able the to punishment. take the punishment. Yeah. So you, you take a guy like RG3 who runs like Cam Newton – but didn't have the body like him. If he ran more like Russell Wilson, you never know what he could develop into as a quarterback because mm-hmm. he's never on the field. Right. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. So uh, I, I hope that he he's has a better learning curve and is studying more the Russell Wilson playbook versus the RG three or just the scrambling quarterback mentality uh, that has become so popular as these kids come out of college. And get an NFL. So, I I, I, th- I don't know, though. I, I, I could see the – you think the Giants are going to take him? So, do you think the Giants are going to take him, possibly? No, the pa- Patriots. The Patriots, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, that, I, know, I mean, that would be the perfect system to learn in. They got rid of Jimmy G. He was doing big things in San Fran for the season ended last year. So And then got paid after – And got paid. Winning, what, four games? He didn't get paid. He got paid. Right, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we got two weeks until the NFL draft. We'll see how that goes. Sounds like there's going to be a lot of uh, quarterbacks taken in the first round. So, I don't see I don't see the depth at the quarterback position this year to warrant that. But yeah. that's just how it's life just in the NFL need, is. need quarterbacks. You're going to stick your clothes in me, aren't you, Harvey? Please don't. Thank you. Um, yeah, it, it happens every couple seasons that all of a sudden the quarterback is a sexy pick. And then a bunch of teams make the sexy pick, and then those sexy picks are last month's uh, cover of centerfolds really quickly. Well, so I, I don't know, man. I think I think there will be a, maybe one or two quality quarterbacks, but I don't think they might necessarily come out of the first round. Yeah, I can agree with that definitely. I think that there could be. I mean, obviously, in any draft of quarterbacks, there's got to be one or two guys that are capable of playing in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just don't see the winner that, that's coming out. I mean, I would almost feel more comfortable with my team taking a guy like Lamar Jackson because I know I'm not having to waste a high to high draft pick on him. Right. Um, and I'm more happy if I'm a Panthers fan like I am. Or I'm in the middle of the pack there 
<laughs> I'm going to get a more talented overall talent because a lot of teams that actually could have taken those talented players are passing on them and picking quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And so that takes that depth of the actual – of the whole field in general and pushes it back into the middle of the first round. So you can get a good, really, really good positional guy, you know, in mid first round now because all these quarterbacks are going top. So, what do you think the Panthers uh, needs to shore up with the draft? Well, uh, I think we traded our best cornerback to the Eagles for Torrey Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we traded our best cornerback, and our, we were weak at cornerback. So. I think that definitely has to be a focal point in the first round. Torrey Smith stayed winning. <laughs> He's what? He stayed winning, man. I he mean, won the yeah. Super Bowl. Nobody thought he'd do that. Exactly. So hopefully he comes to the Panthers and makes it a three-peat. Man. But, uh, we all have dreams, Lee. I mean, I guess he's got to take Ted Ginn's role. What um, in the world happened? <laughs> anyway. Um, so where do the Raiders go? I'm so worried about our team right now. Jody? Yeah, we picked up Jordy. We cut... That's Jody. That's Jordy. We cut Crabtree. We cut Marquette King. We cut... There was somebody else that we cut, too. Where's your swag going to come from without Marquette King? <laughs> That's a good question. The real question is how is Michael Crabtree going to buy a third chain if he got cut? <laughs> I really think that he uh, that that fight with uh, Talib Talib um, hurt him, man. I really do. Like I feel like if he hadn't retaliated and just left it alone, I know he had an awful year and he wasn't catching balls. At the same time, he I mean obviously Raiders are out of it at that point, but he still cost the team a game. Because he lost his school and decided he wanted to try to fight. Yeah, wasn't it like in the first quarter? Yeah, it was the very like very first series that the Raiders play. I felt like. Yeah, I remember and they're going that. at it in the middle of the end zone. So awesome. I think that had a lot to do with it. Um, we've been picking up Jordy. We got. Oh, I feel like we're getting older. We picked up Muscle Hamster, um, Doug Martin. <laughs> I did not see that. Yeah, we picked up Doug Martin. That's interesting. Um, obviously, um. Beast Mode's coming back for second year. His contract car should be fully healthy again. Cooper will hopefully get out of that awful sophomore slump he had. Or was that his third season? I can't remember. It was his third season. Okay, so he'll, hopefully he'll come back for the fourth season re-energized. I, I feel like Gruden is making us old again. And that was one of the things that worked for us in the early 2000s when we won, went to the Super Bowl and was competing with all the old guys. But... I don't know. Getting older necessarily means it'll translate to the field in 2018. So I'm I'm interested to see what we do in the draft and um, we'll have a watchful eye on training camp to see how things are looking. Yeah, I mean, I think that they went young for a few years, saw who which players had it, and weeded out the week. Took the guys that were possibly a cancer to the locker room, like Crabtree. Yeah. <coughs> Uh, he has an ego, obviously. Um, but his ego worked for us up until the time it really it hurt the team. And in football, you have to have an ego. You yeah. have to have an edge like that. So, I mean, it's not something that you really want to scold a player for doing, but you know, Bad if, boy. when it, you have to be <laughs> able to, as a player, differentiate between the field and the locker room mm-hmm. and be able to not hurt your team with your passion. As a player like 
OBJ and, they, and you know, same thing with Russell Westbrook. Right. Your passion can get too much sometimes, and you know, once it starts hurting your team on the field, then that's something you can't do. you got to be able to channel it. Absolutely. So we're either going to be competitive again and fight for a playoff spot down the, um, towards the end of the season, or we could be 7-9. and nine. I don't know. I think we'll be going through some growing pains going back to Gruden after. Who did the Broncos just get for quarterback? Uh, for quarterback? They just got... Keenum? Yeah. Yeah. That, they, to me... They got Keenum. There's that Brad- entire division for a loop. And Bradford went where? Uh, Bridgewater went to the Jets even after the Jets paid. McCown. I think he went and then they ended up still paying McCown. And I can't remember where Bridgewater went, but I think he's he's slated said, to start again. You said Bridgewater went to the Jets. You talking about Bradford? Uh, I'm in, uh, Bradford. I'm sorry, I don't remember where he went. Um, but he's, I think he's in the hunt to start too. <laughs> so yeah, the Keenum thing to Denver of all places. Once again, just when Kansas City finally gets rid of Smith and is kind of willing to bring in this new guy whose name is escaping me, Patrick Mahomes. Thank you, and kind of see what things are with him, that's when I got to start worrying about the Broncos again. Obviously, the Chargers don't got nothing to worry about because if Rivers goes down, they'll just bring in Geno. So there's no <laughs> nothing for me to worry about there. Nope. Not at all. Uh, but, of course, I mean, we've, we've seen what uh, John Elway and crew can do with a semi-decent arm in the pocket. Tim Tebow won a playoff game, ladies and gentlemen. Never forget. <laughs> so, I mean... I'm and Keen, if Keenum keeps it up, if last season wasn't a complete fluke that he was able to play as well as he did, then I think the Broncos could be dangerous and probably could win the AFC West if the Raiders aren't ready yet. Like I don't think they are. I agree with you because simply because you look at he may have gotten better wide receivers. I mean, he had Thielen and Diggs, mm-hmm. which they were good wide receivers, but you look at. You know, the, the Marius Thomas was a good quarterback. With a bad quarterback, he's a top 15 wide yeah. receiver. With he was better Peyton once they Manning. got rid of uh, what's-his-face when uh, they, they started playing Brock again. He actually played a lot better toward the end of the year. And Emmanuel Sanders is a great possession receiver. Mm-hmm. He really is. He's still pretty young, too. Absolutely. But they need a running game there. Uh, I don't know if C.J. Anderson is still has his knees intact. <laughs> Um, or the other, they signed the old Chiefs running back too last Jamal year. Jamal Charles. Yeah, thank you. Uh, they do need to figure out the running game because, I mean, C.J. Anderson was real high on a lot of fantasy draft boards last year, and then he ended up doing nothing because the Broncos weren't utilizing him mostly. So um, they, they need to also sort out that running game just to see what they actually have. But hopefully they don't because I don't want the Broncos to ever be successful. <laughs> just I saying. I with that. All right. Well, I think we can move on to baseball now. Uh, baseball. We got some final frontier. First couple weeks here, and yeah, give me some numbers, Lane. I haven't watched one baseball game yet, man. Well, that's your own fault. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's your own fault. The Cubs are uh, having a rough first couple weeks. Not too terrible. Just like last year. <laughs> Not good. As you said earlier, it's April. It's April, man. You got the Red Sox nine and two, leading the division by two games. I'm enjoying that, but it's April. The Yankees are six and six. It's April. 
They just pasted the Marlins in the offseason. Are they still the Mar- Marlins? Yeah, uh, yeah, they're still the Marlins. I knew they weren't in Florida. They weren't the Florida Marlins. Yeah, Miami. Marlins. I can remember if they changed their actual name though. Yeah. Got the Angels in Otani at ten and three. What do you think of Otani? The first pitcher or the first player in MLB history since Babe Ruth hit three home runs in between pitching starts. Uh, it's it's pretty it's it's a nice story, but I don't think he keeps it up. So I mean, it's it's cool and all. It's just one of those fluke things that happens that sports in our covers for eight days, and then people think it's going to be a regular thing. So, no yeah. shots, ESPN, no shots. So, the Mets, so we just pencil the Mets in for the World Series <laughs> since they're 10 and 1. Yes. And have a three and a half game lead over the division. They're, they're, going, to, they're going to win it for the first time since 86. Kellen, what month is it? April. <laughs> you heard it here first on the <laughs> Lemon on the Edge podcast. The Mets are going all the way, baby. M E T S Mets Mets oh, the wrong team. They do that though. They they probably do. They're, they they probably do. Yeah. <laughs> and the Pirates also going to go to the play. Never mind. They're not. Gonna yeah. play. They're not going to play. Uh, your boy. Uh, I can't even think of his name now. Uh, who they traded in off season? Who was their MVP? McCutcheon. Yeah, McCutcheon hit a hit a walk off. I think for the damn Giants all night. Yeah. Uh, Kutch. So we're still pretty early in the season. I mean, the Dodgers are four and seven. You got teams that are expected to do really well. Nationals are six and seven. Uh, not really. I would assume that they're still the favorites in that division. Um, so we've got 162 games, which I think should definitely be shortened to about 100 games for the season. Yeah, um, I don't like baseball in November. Yeah, it's, the, it it's as long as NASCAR. Because yeah. NASCAR starts in February and they're still going in November. I feel like you should be able to feel your feet. <laughs> you will feel a nice ball. warm breeze as you're watching the exactly watching the World Series. So I don't know. We got a lot of baseball left. Yeah, we we'll have to come back and see what's going on uh, with it because um, hopefully by June, <coughs> I feel like June is when you get a more accurate picture of what things are versus that those first two months. You know, there's been plenty of teams that come out super hot those first two months and then. By August, they're sitting there in the cellar on like a plane, and they've lost like their ten. They've won ten of their last thirty-five games. Yeah, baseball is a very streaky sport. Yes, it is. Yeah. Going to lose a streak and not even know it sometimes. Oh, yeah. Like, oh man, we played ten games. We won our last one, but we lost our last nine. Shit. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I think that's it. You think that's it? Yeah. All right. Well, I have a question for you, Lane Lemon. Fortnite. What's up? I don't know. I don't really got anything for you. I, I was literally watching him play Fortnite, though, while we were talking. <laughs> and it looks like Minecraft with guns. I don't know. No, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. That's what's up. They, uh, so you see the purple thing up there? Yeah. It's a storm. It's so a storm? Every. So every. See the timer ticking down? Yeah. Whenever that gets to zero, the storm's going to go into this other little circle. It's going to start moving. If you run in the storm, you lose health. Oh. So that's... So tires. You you basically start, and this is a giant map, and there's a... uh, Plane that flies through the air over the entire map, and you skydive out of it. 
and you can go to any part of the map and then after like two minutes mm -hmm. they show you where the first circle is going to be and then you have to start running towards it yes yeah, so th that way everybody kills each other but you can't stay spread out eventually everyone has to come to the same area oh and then that's when you'll kill each other okay. that's what's up so they started out with 100 people we've done 17 oh wow okay well, that's been our show, Lemon, Lemon in the Pro, <laughs> Sorry, formerly known as uh, Lemon on the Edge. There's your Fortnite uh, uh, what is tutorial. It? Tutorial, thank you. Uh, for uh, I'm Kellen Conley. That's that's Lane Lemon over there. The guy who guy the face that runs the place. That's right. The, the guy with all the knowledge, Mr. Miyagi. I'm not even close to Danielson. <laughs> Check us out on iTunes and anywhere podcasts are show are sold. Ethanpodcastgroup.com. Lane, leave the audience with your words of wisdom until we meet back up in two weeks. Have a good few weeks. That's all I got. And you're as bad as Anthony. I don't know. I got nothing. Yeah. I thought we were done recording a while ago. Yeah, I know.